mercy and grace watching Stargate. They made a podcast that's on iTunes that you should rate. Nix is a super fan, Grace is pretty new. Kaylee the Thorgy will help them make it through. Bartender Nick is here to make them drinks. As they reference random pop culture things. Crying out loud, they'll put a smile on your face. There's no place like Tara with Nix and Grace. What, I don't know what episode number we are. <laughs> <laughs> and we're back. Um, Welcome. Hang on. It's two ninety one. I'm Please keeping it all keep in. All of this. Welcome to episode two nine one of There's No Place Like Terra Stargate First Watch Rewatch Podcast. I am Nixie and I am Grace. And today we are watching uh, SGA. Yes. Season four. Uh huh. Episode sixteen. Yes. Trio. Yeah. AKA. Kids are jerks, or <laughs> two girls, a guy, and a D&D puzzle. I like that somehow. Mine's a Lord of the Rings reference, and I still like yours more. <laughs> Mine was just the Minds of Moria. Yeah, that's pretty good, too. Yeah, but I like two guys, a girl, and two a girls, D&D. A guy, two and girls, a, a guy, and a D&D puzzle. Yeah. Nice um, little play on the... On some Ryan Reynolds origins, yeah, yeah, if some you will. OG Ryan Reynolds, yeah. Um, <laughs> so, how have you been? Okay, so we do not have video for mm-hmm. our patrons just because life uh, happened, but we're back from a couple weeks break, yep. and I can tell you that couple weeks break was entirely my fault. Well, I mean, it's not false. Well, it is. I am the reason uh, okay. that we were off for two weeks because uh, we, uh, bartender Nick and I went on a cruise. <laughs> yeah. We were sailing the Caribbean. Yay. And it was amazing. That's awesome. And um, it was fabulous. The, 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 um, the lengths that the cruise industry is going through right now is good on them man i felt completely safe on the ship oh like to keep you safe yep Got to keep it. you I safe like, because of you know covid number chronic sure, sure, like sure. that but uh it was fantastic we ate so much we drank so much we had high adventures we uh <laughs> had a lot of fun nice but good. we it means that we did not get to record our little podcast we for a couple did weeks not. there was you know a nice little <laughs> break here or there never hurt anybody yeah but you know it, it works out because now we're back and we're here um and everybody is well rested everyone is well rested it was our first vacation since our honeymoon basically yeah yeah and it's been uh you know a couple years it's yeah yeah <laughs> Yeah, I think uh, Jesse and I went through some. When we went on vacation recently, yeah. mm-hmm. we're like, we haven't been on vacation since 19. No. <laughs> since the year It was like 2017 or yeah. something like that. It's been a while. It's been crazy. It's been a while. Yeah. Um. Um, <laughs> my mother tried to tell me that I hadn't visited her since yeah. 2015. And I was like, let me tell you why you're lying. Because the reason I haven't had a chance to go on vacation is because I have to fly home. To see you people. And that is not a vacation. It is not a vacation. (laughs) Seeing your family is not a vacation. Don't let them tell you that that it is. You're allowed to take time off for self-care. Unless you're going on a vacation with your family. That's different. Yes. But going to see your family is not a vacation. You may have to take vacation time, but it's not a vacation. Yes. 
And it is okay if you grew up in a family like mine to tell them, I love you. But no. I cannot see you right now. Yes. I need to go take care of myself. 100%. Um, because a lot of times it's like, well, if you're going to spend money to fly, you might yeah. as well come home. No. no. Let me tell you why no. Let me tell I'm you what's happening. right there. <laughs> Stop. Collaborate and listen. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so yeah. you've been gone. I've been gone. But you've been back for a little bit. Yes. Now that we can record, have you seen anything good on TV? Oh, have I? We all, those people, you've been listening to this podcast long enough. And if you also follow a little show as well called Critical Role, you know damn skippy that there has been something on TV that we have also been enjoying. Yep. The Legend of Vox Machina. Yes. Listen, for those of you listeners who are not D&D people, who mm. do not watch, you know, the four-hour weekly... Yeah. <laughs> the four-hour-long weekly episodes of Critical Role, and you happen to also have Amazon Prime, I cannot encourage you enough to go and watch The Legend of Vox Machina, the fabulous new animated series that they have put out, and... One of the reasons why it is such an amazing show is because they they got to be their own. Bo- they got to make the show they wanted to make, and I think you can tell. Well, so let's be clear. We're not passion. saying if you do play D anD D, not to no. watch it. We're saying if you're looking for an entry point, yes, to the land of Critical Role yes. and to this this the stuff that they do. The Legend of Vox Machina is an amazing show. You yeah. don't have to know all of the stories. You don't have to watch all of the campaigns you, to to watch it. You and don't enjoy even it. have to know anything about D anD D. Yeah. Um, in fact, it helps if you don't. I think yeah. honestly, because there's too many times that I'm spent metagaming the cartoon, <laughs> going, "I wonder what that role was. I wonder yeah. what that role was. What spell is this pretending to be?" Honestly, you <laughs> may even lo- like. You may not even. Like fantasy, and you'll still probably no, it's enjoy this. Great. And and so I think what this shows is the background that all of these actors have. Yeah, which is most of them started in anime, mm-hmm. um, and they've been their voice actors, yeah. which hence the name Vox Machina. Um, and they've all got these careers and in this history of not just they're not just people who play D and D. They're voice actors who know the world of voice acting and, and animation the industry. And it's yeah, it's hand and it's a hand animated show. It's Anim- really cool, it's amazing. Um, uh, we could. I think when the season's done, we're going to have an entire tangent cast on it because we could go on for two hours right now on just the episodes that have aired. But this is not a Critical Role podcast as much as we sometimes pretend it is. Yet. Yet. (laughs) Um, But in a non-Stargate related, or (laughs) jeez... It is actually non-Stargate related, but okay. it's also not Critical Role sure. related. I read two books oh, cool. on vacation. Yes. The first one I read was The Invisible Life of Adi LaRue. I love that book. I really enjoyed that. It was. It, it was. Listen, it is not a bastion of literary... No, it's just fun. It's just fun. It's a perfect beach read. I think... I love a good Faustian bargain. It's it, it, it had... I think there's parts that maybe... Listen, I'm not a writer, but you know, a little glossed over. But the concepts and the story behind it was so cool. Yeah, yeah, it, it was. Is, a, yeah, 
A lot of fun. Um, I love historical fiction, which yeah. this kind of plays into. And I love a good Faustian bargain. Yeah. Uh, and I love, and there's like a little bit of romance too, which is nice. I also like time travel. And while this wasn't yeah. time travel, it's time travel adjacent. Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah absolutely, I would say. Um, so that was great. It was, was it V. White? I don't remember. I'm pretty sure. Anyways, the other book I read was um, the Dave Grohl book. Oh, yeah. Talk about books. Storyteller? I should have written this down. Storyteller. Storyteller. That was a lot of fun. That was great. Uh, The fun part is is that I had uh, on my waterproof Kindle so I could sit in the hot tub with a drink and read my book. But I had, I rent all my books from the library for my Kindle. Uh-huh. And I had storytellers I had rented like November. Yeah. But the the my my rent yeah. my book rental had expired. The the fun part is is that when you're on a cruise ship in the middle of the ocean, your Kindle has no internet signal. Oh. So I hadn't turned my Kindle on since like November. So oh. my my Kindle never got the signal that the book was supposed to be returned to the library. Oh, perfect. So there it is. <laughs> I got to finish reading the Yay. book. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. That works well. It was it was like it was meant to be. Yeah. Uh no, it was you know, there's people who who are very successful in the public eye and you think that person seems like a cool person. Yeah. Um, and Dave Grohl always seemed that way too. I always had an affinity for him anyway because I feel like I look like Dave Grohl. Oh, I see it. Um, <laughs> and uh, my my best friend from when I was younger till now, Jen, mm. looks like um, I forget his name, Taylor Hawkins, I think, the other member of one of the other members of Foo Fighters. Oh, I don't know any so, other Foo Fighters by sight. Oh, okay. Uh, I want to say I got the name right, but. Anyway, her and I, I tried forever to convince her that we should dress up as the Foo Fighters for Halloween. And she's like, well, like, what do we do? I was like, nothing. We literally just just show up. Show up. We are the Foo Fighters. (laughs) But he's always seemed like this really cool dude. And and this the way the story's written just kind of it kind of cements that for me. I mean, the the guy spent like two straight days in the air traveling from Australia to take his daughter to, to a, a father-daughter dad, dance. To a father-daughter dance and then got sick on the way back and then still did an entire show. Yeah. Yeah. This is just a cool dude. And it's one of the... You just... I love when you can feel really good about someone being super successful. Like, yes. fuck yeah, dude. Exactly. And... um. There's something that uh, husband Jesse pointed out once that I hadn't noticed. And I think it's important to 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 think about these kind of things. Um, you know, he was a Nirvana with yeah. Kurt Cobain um, and he was a very close friend of Kurt's um, when Kurt died by suicide. And and Jesse being a person of words had, you know, he said something about how Kurt died and he said when Kurt died. Yeah. He didn't say when Kurt killed himself. Nope. He didn't say when he committed suicide. Yeah. He said when Kurt died. Yeah. And that was before the time of people understanding what those words meant. Yeah. And he just in his core, that's what he saw. He saw his friend. He didn't saw the way his life ended. Yeah. And, and there's I, something really interesting important. to that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so I was like, oh, I never thought about that. I just didn't. And, you know, it always made me think about what it must be like to exist, to have to reinvent yourself 
when something like this is such a big part of who you were at a very young age. Yeah. Yeah. Because he started, I mean, respect for it he still. was, he, he was full time in a band yeah. from teenage years. Yeah. 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 It's a, it was a, it's a good book. It's a really good read. Uh-huh. Um, so and it tells you something about endurance and moving through. Yeah. And just kind of moving through. And he also makes fucking kick-ass music. Oh my gosh. Uh, so I'm, that, I love their it. Their shows are amazing. I have, that is, I'm not a huge We've t- we've the two of us have talked to this but before I'm not a huge big concert person yeah because I don't like those crowds sure um, which is why if I go to a concert it's usually smaller bands where it's a yeah. smaller show you, you just need an amphitheater setting I have been to, I do like amphitheaters yeah. more than arena you just shows need, yeah because uh, it's open yeah so it's a different vibe you get a big old I mean, blanket listen, you lay I out have been to Jimmy Buffett concerts that's my <laughs> style but. Like Foo Fighters, I would go to. <laughs> well, the thing is, the Foo Fighters just have an energy that I have never seen matched before. I, I see. Yeah, I can imagine and, that. And I've seen a lot of great shows. I've had the opportunity to go to a lot of great concerts when yeah. I was younger. Um, I, you know, I got to grow up, you know, a stone's throw away from San Francisco and the, and everything that came to that area, yeah. which is everyone. Yeah. Um. I also had the opportunity to work a couple times some big events. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just happened to know people who know people who know people. Yeah. Uh, I did get, I got to work uh, Bonnaroo one year and then I got to work like that this. That is a the, crowd that. Well, that's the thing is I never had to see the crowd. True. I was like, but just thinking about that, the crowd, even just thinking about Bonnaroo, the crowd sure. makes my skin. You don't feel it. Yeah. You don't feel it. And and I get to say that because I got to watch from the sides of the stage <laughs> exactly. for a lot of the shows. But anyway, you you truly don't. And, and this is the point. And it feels like I'm just bragging. But what I'm getting at is I've gotten to see a lot of brag. stuff. I've gotten to see a lot of stuff and a lot of really great artists. And there's some amazing artists out there. Yeah. But the specific energy that the Foo Fighters bring is so big that yeah. when they did Lollapalooza this last summer uh-huh. and they live streamed it, yeah. I could feel the energy through my television. That's awesome. Like, if you get a chance and you need a good endorphin hit... Put your TV on, live, man. Go find, like see if that show's still available. It's got to be available. It was on Hulu. somewhere. Um, put it on. Fucking rock out in your living room. Yep. Dance with your dogs or your exactly. children or your partner or yourself. Or dancing with myself. <laughs> uh, 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 and fucking kill it. I mean, <laughs> I've listen. I've been to, you know, some hard rocket shows. I mean, I've been to Journey. <laughs> And Bob Seger. I love you. <laughs> I love you. You're, was, like, you're a 60-year-old man. <laughs> I was the youngest person at the Bob Seger concert that wasn't dragged there by their parents. Yeah. Yeah. And I went with my parents. <laughs> and I knew all the lyrics to all the songs. Because I grew up a Michigander. Well, then. Bob Seger's in my blood. Good. Own it. Love it. Live it. I, I, yeah, we had a very different approach to music, and I think it shapes a little bit who we are, and I love it. I will fucking see Journey, though. A hundred percent, I will see Journey. There's so, we, we did get to see, we get to see Journey, um, and, uh, before Journey played, Pat Benatar played. Yeah, that's a um, good show. And it was amazing. And on the cruise, actually, was a, uh, Journey tribute band. I'm doing, we're doing that. Um, hundred percent, saying very loudly to every single song. Yeah, 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 yeah. In their set. Yep. 
Um, but we're here to talk about Stargate. Right. February 8th, 2008, which is why we took two weeks off so we can deliver this episode to you on this we episode's totally anniversary. On I only discovered that when I was making notes. Written by Martin Garrow, directed by Martin Wood. It is a Martin party. Mm-hmm. Our team in this episode. Martin and Martin. The Martin and Martin Brigade mm-hmm. is helping out M5V801, a mining planet that's having some pretty serious tremors. And a lot of people debilitating respiratory problems, which makes sense when your planet's main activity is mining. Yep. There is some walk and talk. Keller and McKay are updating Sam while John just has a lollipop. He's like one line in this episode. Yeah, I have to say, I find it really refreshing now when there's not like a long as previously on because we had so many episodes back to back to back that were like hey remember all this stuff and i'm like no i remember (laughs) nothing ever stop it the memory of a goldfish please leave me alone stop yelling at me um so to get one where it's like oh no previously on thank you i am here we're in the moment everything you need to know is here Mm -hmm. um mckay has a seismic team Yes. Of course. Yeah, he does. And, uh, <laughs> Sounds dirty. And, like, there's four... Tr- the whole planet's unstable. There's, like, sure. four tremors a day, because yeah. mining planet. And yeah. a Keller sums up their air as saying it's fucked. You know what it is? I'll tell you what it is. Yeah. I haven't had a good DuckTales reference in a while. Mm-hmm. It is... <laughs> Remember the episode of DuckTales where there was a lot of earthquakes nope. and then they go underground and they find that there's these little creatures that look like they're made of Play-Doh whose main activity is rolling around in these caves and things that they've dug and smashing themselves against uh-huh, it. Uh-huh. And then like, I don't remember exactly how the episode goes because my brain, that's not the important <laughs> part to my brain. No, it's I'm not. Poor. It's not. The solutions to this problem is not the important part. Yeah. The adorable creatures exactly. is the important part. But I think like Uncle Scrooge and the gang go down there and I think yeah. ultimately Webby, because Webby's the real fucking hero of every single Webby's episode. Webby's always the hero. And Webby is the one who's like, let's communicate with people and find some compassion yeah. and talk our way through. Yeah. And she's like, hey guys, when you roll around like this, it scares the shit out of me because of earthquakes. Yeah. And I think if I look it up, this episode was probably made and aired right after the quake of 89. Okay. The Loma Prieta earthquake, which mm-hmm. I lived through. So I really appreciate it because Webby was really scared all the time. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> my point being that in this episode, yes. there are these little worldly guys yep. way underneath the chasm. Yeah. And they're the ones causing all the ruckus. Or. Or. Sandworms. The Sandworms. <laughs> Let me tell you about the sandworms. Let me tell you about the sandworms. <laughs> uh, but I do like Keller's just their air's fucked. Yeah. Basically. It's all fucky. So apparently none of these majorly alarming warnings from our team is enough for the locals because this is all this is just normal yeah. to them. Also, they don't trust us because the Janai well, fucked well, them over like, 20 years ago. And they're like, so you're kind of basically the Janai. And they're like, no. Imagine you've lived through this yeah. environment and the Janai. You're like, fuck you. This is life. <laughs> exactly. We're fine. Yeah. We've, we're, we live in this fire. This See, is where we live. And But I, I do get, listen, I, there's a little part of me that gives some props to the locals because they're like, you want us to move? Cool. What's it to you? We want all this shit first. Yes. Good on the locals. <laughs> I know. Don't fucking do anything for free. No. Yeah. I'm a big fan. I do love the Keller and McKay competition of yes. my 
problem is worse than mm-hmm. yours mm-hmm. because those two would argue about that. It leads into the whole rest of the episode. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, and John points out that negotiating with alien settlements is not why he joined the Air Force. Yeah, I'm out. But it'd be nice if they had a negotiator mm. somewhere. Oh, somewhere. Just, you know, not off, here, though. Off with the replicators. Yep, just far, far away now. Basically, everyone just is hoping Sam will fix their problems yeah. and just take the afternoon. Well, I love that this is the move. It's like, guys, Sam was never the negotiator <laughs> in her group. No! And I love this. I love that they're like, you're, 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 so, she's like, I mean, I've seen Daniel talk to people, but I wasn't paying attention most of the time. Usually I was in the corner tinkering with shit. So I guess, yeah. I, mean, I do love this. I would even say that she may have been the third right negotiator. I somehow feel like Teal'c would have been negotiating before Sam did. Yeah. Well, it's pro- it starts Daniel and then it goes either Cameron or, you know, uh, Jack. Yeah. And, and and then, like, because Sam's busy doing the McKay work. Exactly. She's making <laughs> shit. Yeah. That's fine. John, yeah. you can go. But McKay and Keller, you're not getting out of this shit. Yeah. You're coming with us. Also, the plot needs the three of us. Yeah. On the planet. Because plot. The three of them are on their way. And mm. Keller's a bit winded. She needs some more cardio. I do love... Let me take a minute here. Yeah. Did you know that Keller's name was Jennifer? Oh, yeah. I think so, yeah. How did I forget that her name was Jennifer? Jennifer. Because it's one of my favorite names. Because, again, my best friend, Jen. I know. <laughs> I just call her Keller. But, yeah, her name is Jen. Yeah, yeah. Anyway. So, Keller. Um, but, yes. Anyway, go back. Kay right. just tries to brag that, you know, he has to hike this much every day. And uh-huh. he's a very active person as he's also out of breath. Yeah. Keller. Re- totally, he's the guy who, like, climbed the stairs and you're, like, trying to be cool about it. You're like, oh, oh boy. <sighs> <sighs> And then you, like, cough for no reason. It's like... <laughs> Because you're like, coughing is fine. That doesn't make me seem weak. But not being able to breathe, that totally is 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 terrible. Coughing is allowed. Can I tell you, in the middle of the night last night, I uh-huh. just, it, while sleeping, swallowed air wrong and just like woke up in a coughing fit. Those are fun. Those are fun. So I'll tell you because we're Somehow sharing. my sleep is cardio. Yeah. <laughs> I will get lost in a thought. Yeah. And in in things that most people do involuntarily, um, sometimes my body doesn't do because it's been through some traumas. So some of the things that my body will forget to do involuntarily is swallow. Yeah. Because I've been through some trauma physically with the the throat throat area. Yeah, with that area of the body. So if I get too lost in thought, I will choke on my spit. And it'll take a minute. And then people are like, are you okay? What's going on? And I'm like, I need you to just don't look at me. Pretend like everything's this is not fine. existing. This doesn't exist. I'm going to give you a thumbs up to yeah. let you know that I don't need help and oh, now I need you to go literally away. Literally choking on my own spit that I forgot to swallow because that's what my body does yeah. sometimes. Uh, so, yeah, no judgment here. No, I feel you. Keller does remind him of his last physical. <laughs> Keller's like, you can't lie to me, bitch. I'm your doctor. Which he's like, that's private medical information and this should not be shared. And yeah. Like, Sam doesn't know. If it were up to McKay, like, Keller would have to forget it the minute she writes it I down. Know. Yeah. It wouldn't even, there wouldn't even be a physical in the first place. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and he's like, look, I'm not rowing in, but like, I can hold myself in combat. I can hold my ground, which is the exact moment the ground disappears underneath him. You can hold it right down to that <laughs> next level of nothing. He's fallen into a hole in the ground. 
And uh, Sam and Keller do the broken ice trick. Yeah. Very smart. Get yeah. down your belly to spread out the weight. I do love that early in this episode, Sam can go right into like from, you know, boss on a station to like military Sam mode. Yeah. Like even when they were getting ready to go, she's like, meet me in an hour. And Mickey starts to go and she's like to argue. And she's like, I said an hour. Did I stutter? Yeah. Like, bitch, I ain't fucking around. <laughs> You should have a go back ready now. You're in your gear already. Yeah. Just don't take it off. Yeah. And uh, McKay is alive, ouching down in a room of some kind of structure. And yeah. before Sam and Keller can go back and get help, they fall in as well, like head first. Yeah. It's oh, not going to feel good. This was my other AKA that I forgot about because yeah. it's a damn Florida sinkhole. My other AKA is the locals are Florida. <laughs> yes. Um, I did want to ask, yeah. because he mentions Ronan on the cover of Shape Magazine. Yeah. Do we know if, if Jason, Jason Momoa, Momoa was, was on, on the cover, cover of Shape, Shape Magazine? Magazine? I don't know. Damn it. Okay, I'll have to look that up. I don't, but that would be awesome. Yeah, yeah. I really hope that they were making fun of him. Uh, and then credits. Yay. So when we come to, we can see that the hole in the roof is now a little bit larger and uh, circular, perfectly round now yeah. that we're in a set well, at this you, point. Yeah, just, yeah, <laughs> nice round. And there's more light coming in. Uh, and it's clear this place has some Janai vibes. Oh, yeah. Strong Janai vibes. Yeah, big vibes. <coughs> big, creepy guy vibes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Keller tells him not to move if they feel shooting pains. And McKay's like, well, then I would never move. <laughs> McKay. But, <laughs> but also like is the instinct to move when you feel a shooting pain or to go oh shit I have a shooting pain <sighs> trying to think I think my instinct would be to like try to move and then stop and then address and then possibly like move other directions yeah and my thing is I would move until I feel a shooting pain and then go oh I'm done moving <laughs> I feel like it's mm -hmm. more of like if the shooting pain is lifting my arm up laterally then what if i move my arm up right, on a different true. axis trying to determine because yeah. it's the problem solver in me then it's good that keller speaks out yes because she thinks the way you do where she's like these motherfuckers are going to try to move uh -huh. around their pain uh-huh uh, -huh. uh it seems like none of them are majorly injured yet bumps and bruises <laughs> although the entire place is a giant tetanus shot waiting to happen yes. which i love that line yeah as you know, they figured old Janai mining facility, it wasn't meant to last. Mm -hmm. Hopefully there's another way out. Yep. There's two doors. Yes. There's a red door and a blue door. Yep. McKay goes to the red door. Sam mm -hmm. goes to the blue door. Yeah. Because Sam's like, well, red means bad. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Sound logic. So McKay's like, that the makes sense. The fact that they're painted at all means yeah. that they were painted after people knew what was behind the doors. Uh, so they all try to get the blue door open, which I love both the science brains trying to look at the keyboard and they're like, something, something electronic. Yeah, what he said, oh, what she said. Damn it. Yeah, it got there first. Yeah. Damn it. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to say that. So door number two. Mm -hmm. They try to turn the wheel and No. Yeah. Sam, because these are not strength-based characters. It's a D&D &D puzzle time. It is a D&D &D puzzle time. Sam finds a pole to get some leverage. Mm -hmm. And I like how it's Keller. Yeah. Who is like, maybe the door is shut and locked for a reason. Yeah. I mean, I think it would be her. It would, because, because the other two are more used to going off-world, and they're like, well, we'll figure it out when we open well, it. Well, not only that, much like you, they're like, how do I solve this puzzle? <laughs> I'm not focused on the end result. I no, just want to solve the puzzle. No, I just need to solve the puzzle, let's be honest. 
Uh, whereas here's the thing. Uh, I think I might think more like Keller, especially after watching this episode. We, I think we knew that going in. I wasn't sure if I did. If I knew that, but I'll take it. Yeah. But it's like, it's less of a, I'm so wise and like thinking of the bigger picture yeah. than do I really want to do that? <laughs> exactly. Yeah. It's the more like, cautionary. Yeah. 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 Well, it, it's almost lazy. Like, yeah. I don't want to do that until I know I have to do that. Uh, yeah. Let's think of every option and start with the easiest mm-hmm. one first. And I'm yeah. like, but, well, what if we open all the doors and then address our options? Yeah. <laughs> Let's solve all the puzzles. Yeah. And then we'll figure out which one's the Whereas best I'm option. Like, Let me just sit here and think about all the puzzles <laughs> and see which one seems the easiest to solve. And then I'll solve that one. So there's nothing directly scary out the door. Just the cavernous fall to your death. Just yeah. the minds of Moria with no the room big. on stilts. No big. At this point, they've been in the field for about half an hour, so they figured five more hours until they check in. And <laughs> as often happens with so many episodes, you wait until you're not able to check in, and then help is sent. But yep. you're never able to wait that long because shit happens. Yep. So well, because the puzzle gets harder. Yeah, they're gonna yeah. sit and wait. It's so a you, time. It's a time. Uh, time trial does, puzzle. Does anyone have cards? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sam's investigating. McKay's looking at the door panels, and Keller's like cards. Yeah, and that's when a tremor hits, and the whole place Yay. shakes, and that creaking sound is not good. No. And considering most likely this room is on the same metal stilts than everything else is, that's um, they've only added like five hundred pounds of extra weight between them and the dirt, and yeah. that's great it's enough it's enough to just break all the things yay smarty pants do some quick math uh-huh. they won't be able to wait for atlantis to rescue them not with how often this room is going to be shaking yep and the point of this whole episode problem solving it's a puzzle it's a DD puzzle yep it's an uncharted puzzle yeah it's the best kinds of puzzles it's fantastic it's that everything is danger and there is action and then eventually fire and then yeah. puzzles <laughs> I love this. So, and ropes. Yes. Ropes and pulleys and ladders yeah, and, lots and of simple to machines. Turn. I'm telling you, you got to play Uncharted. You're going to love it. I will get there. Okay. So they have lots of really shitty, easy to break crates. Yeah. Um, McKay doesn't know if there's enough to stack up to the top. And Sam quickly does the math, does some geometry, and they're going to have barely enough to get there. But mm. they can get there. She's pretty sure. Yeah. Um, and the only way to see if they're not going to break under their weight is to build it and climb up it. Yep. I mean, that's fair. Quick building montage. Yeah. Keller is doing some real smart moves and pushing a lot of the extra dirt out off the cliff. Yep. Uh, There's probably some other shit in there you could probably throw off, too. But, you know, whatever. (laughs) And once they get it built, the only person, only one person has to climb. And since Keller and McKay are shit with heights... Yeah. Sam it is. I wrote, the nerds need Sam to do it. (laughs) (laughs) Which, I'll be honest, it gives gives even more accomplishment to Keller and McKay for the shit they end up doing up on the... Later, yeah. Yeah. Well, and I'll I'll, I'll give you this. I feel like if they were all in in similar physical shape, it would absolutely have to be Keller first because she seems like the smallest. Yeah. It's like, no, you start with the tiny one. Yes, you do. And if you can make it, then the rest can go. And also Keller, we'll get to the very end for someone who's afraid of heights. Yeah. The very end. You're fucking killing it, girl. Terrifying. Yeah. Um, So they continue stacking, more montage. It gets precarious. Mm -hmm. Like... 
precarious. Precarious. Uh, Keller really wants her to come down because this looks like bad yep. waiting to happen. And please don't die. Sam is like, no, I'm almost here. Let me just get on the top box. Reach. I can't blame Sam. She is so close. I know she's so close, and the entire the entire pyramid collapses, and Sam goes down hard. Yeah. That was fun. I'll give it to Sam. She could take a hit. She, yeah. Well, <laughs> she's proven that over the years. Yeah. Um, so they need a new plan and quick. And it's clear. It seems like Sam is not hurt, hurt on this mm-hmm. fall. But yeah. she definitely looks like smacks her funny bone or something. She's feeling her age on this fall yeah. is what it is. Yeah. And she's like, oh, I'm not in my 20s anymore. I'm going to need some Motrin yeah. after this. This one's going to hurt for a couple days. I'm going to need some tequila. Yes. So sometime later, they're just looking around the room. Keller finds files. Yeah. Kay found something that could be a grappling hook. Yeah. And I, I love that Keller finds files and ignores what could possibly be a rope behind yeah. her head. Yep. It's like, how about the thing that's useful? How about here? the rope? Mm-hmm. Especially later when you're real quick to take off your jacket yeah. and shit. <laughs> yeah. Uh, they need some rope. McKay's the idea of, well, they can use their clothes to make a rope, Let's tie them together. Naked. Keller wants to get out of here so badly, she quickly strips down to almost her bra when yeah. Sam finds rope Actual and McKay rope. looks real sad. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Damn. Almost. So close, dude. <laughs> um, well, I feel like it wasn't even like, it wasn't necessarily salacious. No. It was like. Oh, she's doing the... Oh, no, she's not. Oh, no, she's it's, not. It's like, it would have just been a bonus. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, he hadn't thought about it, but he's like, oh, it's a, that's a perk. Yeah, well, it's like, I don't even know that he thought of her that way. It no. was just like, oh, that there's flesh now. There's yeah. womanly flesh. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's like, yeah. it's like it occurred to him later going, oh, that would have been a bonus. Yeah, yeah. So, um, he starts to tie the end of the rope to the grappling hook he found, but Sam's like, no. Mm-hmm. You can't just climb thin rope like that. Yeah. Have you never climbed? Never mind. Who am I talking nope. to? Yeah. <laughs> no, yeah. Never. So they have to tie knots in 30 feet of rope. Yep. McKay's going to go read those files. Because, mm-hmm. I mean, you don't need three people to tie I I mean, how do, you, how do you start tying in the middle? You exactly. Can't. You yeah. can't. So, and besides, the answer to the code on the blue door might be there. Sure. So instead, Keller's like, well, Sam, if we're going to be sitting here tying knots for a while, do you want to play 20 questions? Yeah. And she's like, no. Damn it, Sam. How are you this zero fun? So instead, instead, she's like, okay, Brad Pitt or George Clooney? Yeah. I mean, I'll tell you this. I have a theory that usually Sam is the one who would be, like, down to have these kind of fun talks. But I think that fall hurt more than she's willing to admit. Yeah. She's just like, everything hurts. Don't talk to me. Well, and we'll get, there's a deleted scene. Yeah. Oh, okay. That I'll get to. Okay. That also... Interesting. Explains a little bit. Okay. Um, Sam ponders and says Clooney, mm-hmm. which I think, given those options, I'd probably be Clooney as well. What was it, Clooney or Brad Pitt? Keller's Brad Pitt all the way. I don't know. Clooney seems a little more like an interesting conversation. Yeah, but he also, you know what? I'm lying. <laughs> It's Clooney. He's pretentious. He and is. I can't pretend that I don't love a pretentious guy. I know. Okay. Yeah, we're here. So Sam puts forth her own. Brian Greene or Neil deGrasse Tyson and Keller just blue screens. I don't even words. Yeah. And I do love, this is, this is, again, sometimes I am Sam. She's uh-huh. like, well, I picked physicists that were on TV so you would know them. Yeah. I don't even, I know one. 
And back then, I don't think I would have even known that one. No, I mean, look, I'm Brian Cox. Uh. You know, but that's fine. Uh-huh. Sam says Tyson all the way. Keller's just shrugs. I'm buying Ryan Green because she has no clue. I don't, I'm just going to pick a mind. name. And Kel- <laughs> Keller's like me. She's like, I know Brian Austin Green. <laughs> that's the actor from Beverly Hills 90210. <laughs> I wouldn't. I know the name. I would not be able to tell you anything he's in yeah. or put a face to him. Most recently, I think he was married to, uh, uh, I forgot, someone, yeah. some, Megan Fox. He was married to Megan Fox for a while. Okay. Not anymore, though. I mean, no. I'll take, like I said, Brian Cox over Brian Green. Uh-huh. It's very, they're two very different people. They're, I don't know. He's words. also on TV. He has a podcast. Okay. He's, yeah, he's... Anyway. I believe um, you. Yeah. McKay's like, did I tell you the story of when Neil deGrasse Tyson stole one of my ideas? And Sam's like, so many, so many times. Please don't tell it again. <laughs> Please never tell it. Um, McKay doesn't understand the game. Would you rather? Because given the <laughs> options of Robert Redford or Paul Newman, McKay's like, neither. That's not... Yeah, I hate when people say neither. That's and, not how the game works. And he's like, well, like, if you had to. And he's like, so which one of these guys would I want to force themselves on me? And Keller's like, no, it's a dumb game, you toxic masculinity. Yeah, God, thanks for ruining my, our fun. Um, both ladies are 100% Paul Newman, without yeah. a question. I don't know, though. Again... Paul Newman is such a cool dude. I know, but I might do Robert Redford. Based on? Red hair. <laughs> was he a redhead? I thought he was a brunette. I thought he was redhead. I don't know. I don't know. Should be fun. I, I think I'm a little more Robert Redford. Okay. Yeah. Well, Paul Newman made salad dressing. He knows food. Accurate. I like a man who knows food. This is true. I know the I know the way to your heart. <laughs> um, Food and pretentiousness. But McKay's like, shut up a second. Not because you're talking, but because you're something up on the surface. And turns out it's two kids. <laughs> yes, it is. Oh, my. They yeah. pop their little heads over. I'm like, who are you? You know, you shouldn't be down there. <laughs> Why are you doing that? McKay is not helpful in any of this. Yeah. Sam tries to like, go, well, go get your parents. And they're like, well, we're, we can't do that because we're not supposed to be out here. And then we get to trouble and my dad would get really mad. Yeah. Oh, you're right. He is a redhead. Sorry. I had to look it up. I didn't realize. And and Keller just flat out lies that we're hurt. And <laughs> and the kid's like, yeah, you rolled real low on the deception because you just said you were OK. You just said you were fine, you big liar. <laughs> These are smart kids. I feel like everyone on this planet is just fucking street smart. I know. Because <laughs> first of all. They're like, fine, we'll move for a yeah. price. Yeah. And now these what kids are like, give us? fine, we'll help you for, for a fucking price. McKay just tries yelling at him like the cranky old man of the is. Yeah. And Sam instead is like, if you help us, we'll get you what you want. What do you want? Yeah. What can we, which gets the two to consider and they start talking to which McKay, with his vast wisdom of once being a 10 year old boy, yeah. is like, well, maybe just show him your boobs. I mean, I don't know that I can say I condone the behavior, but if your life's at stake, whatever fucking works. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, Sam shuts that idea down completely. Yeah. To which case, McKay looks at Keller, who just silently, no. Yeah, we're not doing it. Um, but instead, the kids leave. Bye. Good luck. You show your boobs, McKay. God. <laughs> yeah. 
We decided that you're boring. Bye. I feel like these children are our gnome characters. Yes, they are. Mm, we were. We decided that this isn't fun anymore. Bye. So we're gonna go. <laughs> Good luck. Bye. <sighs> yeah. Um, McKay again brings up the just just should have just flashed him, and Sam clearly <laughs> is both frustrated at the situation and pissed off at McKay. Yeah. Well, can't blame her. And McKay warns him that, you know, after the whole jumper situation, you know, he's very bad at tight spaces. Mm-hmm. Sam's like, it's nothing. I was stuck in a transporter with Zelenka for three hours. Can we talk about the Zelenka hate? <laughs> so, okay, I will say this. In, I forgot to show you before we recorded. Uh-huh. But in the deleted scene, there's a little bit with Martin Garrow, and he's okay. talking about, you know, there's been this like ongoing joke in sort of the writer's room that like no one likes McKay. Uh-huh. So they've been trying to sort of like push it. Push that a little more. No. No. Delike is the most interesting man in the world. He's absolutely likable. And so they're like, what, you don't like Zelenka? And she's like well, no, it was this. It was more the small space than it was Zelenka. And saying, but she's Zelenka. And it's like, yeah, but you made it sound like Zelenka. You yeah. emphasize Zelenka. Keller backs McKay up that the, that's kind of what it sounded like mm-hmm. you were saying. And, and Keller's like, you know, he's unique. He's always telling me that my hair smells night, which is just I weird. mean, that would creep me out. But I also don't think. I don't see that from Zelenka. I bet it's a language thing. Well, here's... Okay, I will also say this. Uh-huh. I will also say this. I have known some people... Okay. ...who, if I know them, they could tell me that my hair smells nice and it would That's be a true. nice thing. Yeah. But I know other people uh-huh. where if they would tell me my hair smells nice, I'd be like, back the Ew. fuck off. Yeah. So, it like... That's true. It depends. I, have, I actually have been in that actual yeah. situation yeah. where I was like, please never talk to me. It, so, it depends on the person, and it depends on how it's being said. Yeah, that's true. Because it, it's all about... Oh, Zelenka, buddy. Intent. Yeah. Yeah. Woof. Yeah. I don't know. I struggle to think that people don't like Zelenka, but, you know, I'm not exposed to him as often as they are. Exactly. Maybe Zelenka's one of those people you can only take in small doses, which is why being stuck in a small space was a lot. You know, I feel, I feel, I sometimes feel that that might be me. Okay, but I see you every single day. Uh, yeah, well, but, but. But not I'm also every, not new. Not everyone may feel that way. <laughs> I think that's the case with all of us. True. There's people that I definitely am like, I'm so glad I only have to talk to you in this chat. Yep. And never again. So Sam says that Zelenka is a very good person. McKay just takes all of this as a sign that McKay is Sam's favorite because everything is a contest. She's like, don't you have reading to do? Get out of my face. Yeah, there's nothing about the door code. So they Mm -hmm. go back to nodding. Yeah. So there's a deleted scene. Yeah. That happens while they're tying knots. And Sam starts talking about, like, employee evaluations and, like, how is everyone on your staff? And Keller's like, am I going to get a good evaluation? And Ugh. Sam's like, you have nothing to worry about. And then Sam actually, after a beat, apologizes because she's like, I'm really sorry. My my default is work. Yeah. And so she doesn't sometimes know how to, like, switch to, to just be a person. Yeah. Or, like, girl talk. Well, and it's hard if you think about it. Um, I feel like um, 
I understand the situation perfectly from yeah. Tyler's point of view, where, you know, sometimes there is a person that you want to be friends with, but they happen to be the person in charge of yeah. what you're doing. So friendships are weird to form. And yes. it's almost like the person who isn't in power has to be the one who actively approaches the friendship. Mm -hmm. Because otherwise, like if Sam does, she might feel like she's coercing her exactly. worker to yeah. hang out with her. 100%. So... So when Sam keeps going to work mode, then Keller's like, okay, maybe I shouldn't yeah. fucking be friends with her because it sounds like she doesn't want me to. Exactly. But then Sam's like, I'm just trying to pick the safe thing to talk about. <laughs> exactly. Oh, so nobody, like, wins. Nobody, nobody wins. Nobody wins. Nobody wins. Um, so, uh, so then Sam's like, in this deleted scene, Sam's like, so were you seeing anyone? <laughs> And Keller says that she had a moment with someone. Uh-huh. The moment with Ronan. We know that one. Uh, but it sort of fizzled out and didn't go anywhere, which sort of then <laughs> makes sense for the end of this episode. Yeah, it's funny because I'm glad he shared that with me because Jesse walked out, as he always does, yeah. in like the last three minutes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Actually, he walked in because he'd gone for like a run. Yeah. And so he saw the last end of it and... and Look, I hope this doesn't offend anyone. She, but he's like, oh, she wants to science dick. Yeah. And I was like, no, she likes Ronan. <laughs> and he's like, I don't know. That communication seems yeah. like she's into it. Mm -hmm. And I was like, no. Nah. And I argued with Jesse. And now I have to tell him he was right. Yeah. Cause I'm not going to. Because you don't have to. He doesn't have to know the deleted scene exists. That's fair. Um, and then Keller's like, well, our, you know. Are you seeing anyone? Sam's like, look, I'm the boss. I can't date anyone here. And then Sam implies that it's complicated mm. because she's seeing someone long distance, slightly older. I mean, long Works in distance. DC and is retiring soon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I mean, duh. Maybe he can retire off planet. You never know. Yeah. I'm sure I'm sure he could retire in Atlantis if he wanted to. Imagine. What a cool place to hang out I know. in. And then Keller has says Keller has no idea who she's talking about. Keller's like, is it a senator? Is it someone famous? <laughs> yes. Do I know him? And but no, you wouldn't. You wouldn't know. No. No. <laughs> um, but apparently, it just the episode ran long, and it just kind of like broke the Damn pacing it. of the episode. Yeah, that makes sense. I do feel like. It tracks that if, if Keller is me, and I'm more like Keller than anyone else yep. I've, we've met so far, she didn't read up on the history of what she's doing. <laughs> no. She's like, I'm just here to do my job. <laughs> I don't have that kind of time or energy. Like, anyone else would have been like, oh, it's your old co-worker, <laughs> Jack O'Neill, who's now retired from the Stargate and working in D.C. doing yep. other things. Mm -hmm. I know this because I read every single file because I'm Cam or Jonas. <laughs> and then and then anyone else who's been watching Stargate long enough just straight up knows Sam and Jack. Yeah. Are like Yeah. Together. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think so. Yeah. It's definitely it. Well, it's also it's one of those like, okay, so they're not married, but they're clearly not dating anyone else, and they're clearly just like they're, e they're, they're each doing other's. the old Goldie Hawn, Kurt Russell thing. Exactly. It's like, let's not label it. Exactly. Mm -hmm. But like, we're not. But we're clearly here for. Only each other. Yeah. Yeah. So as they not, they continue back in the actual episode. They continue Steve Carell or Stephen Colbert, which I'm with Sam Colbert. Yeah, I don't know that it's even like a 
a second thought in my head. Although I'm also with McKay. Well, McKay goes team Carell, but he has to pick John Stewart over both of them, which yeah, I agree with that entirely. Well, that's true. Yeah. Uh, Keller asks um, McKay if he and Katie are still together. Oh, yes. And he quickly tells them a quick version of how we fucked that up real good. Yeah. I, I, and I do love Keller's like, oh, no, yeah. Yeah, you know, you made this about her. Yeah. You're, this is it. This is done. So apparently Katie put in a transfer back to Earth. Yeah, I mean, yeah. yeah. Wouldn't you? And Which is really fucking shitty because what if she really loved this job? And Keller's like, that's called a breakup. Yeah. You broke up with her. And McKay's like, well, I didn't realize that. I just said I needed more time. And she's like, that's code for I'm not into you anymore. Yeah, you fucked up, dude. And and he figures it's for the best because Katie probably deserves someone who realizes, like... Who doesn't do that. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> Who's better at this. Yeah. But Keller says that, well, Katie deserves a nice guy like McKay. They have a little moment. Yeah. Well, and it's like, McKay, you made a mistake. Yeah. But we know what your intent was. I think you need to... Let Katie know what your intent was. That's the thing. It's like, it's just, just he needs just a little polish. Just a little polish Clean on that. Clean up a little bit. Yeah. yeah. Just like, word better. Yeah. Just a little bit. This is coming from me. <laughs> um, but oh, look, they they finished. Sam has the hook tied to the end yep. of the rope. And McKay takes, <laughs> takes it because he wants to throw it. Yeah. And... They hear voices. Uh huh. The two kids brought two more kids. Yeah, I mean, wouldn't you bring more kids? <laughs> I would absolutely be like, dude, there's people stuck in that hole. Do you want to look? <laughs> Fuck yeah, let's go look at the people stuck in the hole. They didn't bring help because, again, if they told their parents, they'd be in trouble. Yeah. But their friends didn't believe them, so they bet them a week of Taffa. <laughs> and McKay is pissed and yelling again at the cranky old man. Uh huh. Look how much fun this is. As the kids just leave. They're just kids. They're just old people in the hole yelling. As the room starts to shake again. Old yelling people. And we see some of the supports fail and now they're starting to tilt. Yes. Well, you know, it's again, this is a time lapse puzzle. The more time passes, the harder it gets. Yes. So the women light some lanterns while McKay experiments with tossing the hook. Sam's like, um, (laughs) have you done this before? Yeah. He's like, what, like, you have? And she's like, yeah. Yeah. A bunch of times. Mm-hmm. She's played Uncharted a lot. And he's like, well, I have two on all of my off-world missions and such. <laughs> you know, and things. Sam and Keller move to the stupidest place in the entire room to stand. <laughs> yeah, they do. I love Sam with my whole heart, but she almost deserves to get hit for this one. Yeah. They stand right in front of him. Yeah. You no, know, they really do stand in the dumbest place. Um, as evidence, when McKay basically throws it directly at Sam, who uh-huh. thankfully has good decks. Yeah. He somehow gets another chance at this, mm-hmm. as the ladies stand where they should have been standing the entire time at a 90 degree angle behind a box. Yes. This time it arcs up and behind him, 
Although it also digs itself and pokes Yay. a hole in a pipe, which we see starts releasing something mm-hmm. clear gas into the room. That's always a good sign. It's fine. Yeah. We do find out that that gas is flammable in the next time he tries to throw it and sparks on the pipe and then just massive eruption of fire. I mean, they're lucky the whole thing just doesn't go up. I know. <laughs> Sam like gonna- they're lucky he hits that spark that quickly. Yeah. Yeah. Sam, um, Sam to the rescue, covers mm-hmm. her hands with the jacket, turns the wheel to shut down the pipe and the flames die down. And yep. the only thing hurt is McKay's pride. Yeah, well, you know, Sam this just, is not the first time. Sam just takes the hook, swings it without saying anything, throws it up, hooks it and sticks the landing. She does a nice little like rodeo lasso, she like does. wop around a couple times first, which I do love. Yeah. Well, she thinks actually she stuck the landing. She gives it a good tug and just pulls a whole bunch of dirt and grass into Yay. the room. Damn it. Second try, same things happens. Mm -hmm. There's nothing up there the hook can grab onto. Mm -hmm. So, next idea. Yep. There are two support beams up pretty high. Yep. And they can use the rope to get up there and then bridge the gap with these long planks of wood that they're on the ground. Stack a few crates on that. The issue is the planks aren't long enough. I love the bar that that Keller mentions a bar game and yeah. they're both like, what are you talking about? Yeah, look at and that. And it's like, she's like, bro, yeah. I can't be the only one who's done this. Yeah. And I love the idea because we knew, we'd learned that Keller was a lot younger than most people. Yep. And I love the idea that from a very young age, she's like, I'm just going to sucker people. Uh-huh. I'm just going to sucker people with my big brain that I've got. Yeah. Anyway. Um, The dumb (laughs) trick that you get used to get free beer and just blank faces from the other two. Yep. So Keller sets up some tin bowls, has three, not, I don't know where the knives came from. Randomly some butter knives. Sure. Yeah. The bet is that you can use the three knives to make a bridge support another cup when the knives can't actually reach between two cups even. Yeah. So the place starts to creak a bit and McKay points out that while they're geniuses and can figure this shit out, can we please speed it along? Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, the answer is triangles, bitches. Yep. You can take uh, a span coming off each anchor point, weave the ends together, and they will support each other to create a center point that can hold weight. Yep. They will keller a beer. Geometry. And McKay's like, if this works, I'll give you a keg. Mm-hmm. Building montage. It's a montage. I do love this nice little ropes and pulleys. Ropes. I literally I have ropes and pulleys written ropes down. Ropes and pulleys. Ropes and pulleys. Sam is so. Up- that reminds me something very important. Yes. Your character, Sam, in yes. our D&D game needs to open a store called Ropes and Pulleys. We'll, we'll do that. Okay. Sam should, my, my my gnome Sam should never run a store. No, no, no. She's not running it. She's yeah. just creating the things yeah, for Yeah, that's it. fine. Someone else has to run it. Somebody because, else has to deal with the books. Because um, my character, Sam, would just give everything away. No, 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 no. That's where my <laughs> character comes in. Yes. My character, who may have been raised on this planet, <laughs> who's constantly like, what's in it for me? Yeah. Then no, thank you. I'm not doing Sam, it. Sam, as my gnome Sam, as we know, has gotten in trouble many times from just giving things she makes away. Whereas mine's like, I'm just going to take this. Yeah. No one's using this. It's mine now. I yeah. mean, she'll take things to build different things to give back to the person she <laughs> stole the thing from. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, so ropes and pulleys. Sam is up high, of course, is first using a medical bag for a counterweight. Real smart. Yep. Even Keller and McKay eventually get brave enough. Well, because they have no other choice mm-hmm. to get up high. You gotta. Each have their own board and they get them woven together to create a middle supported platform. Here's why I would have never make it on Atlantis. My yeah. blood sugars would have dipped and I would have been passed out like 
three attempts ago. I will say, most likely there's some glucose tablets in that. That there better be in that medical bag. Because we know that Rodney also yeah. struggles. Yeah. Anyway, so Sam tests it out. It's solid. So they start hauling up a crate. Uh huh. They get it up there. Sam starts climbing. She's so close now. So fucking close. Things start to creak, though, and Keller backs away towards the supported metal beam. Smart. Sam, you can tell she's fucking going for it. Yeah, I'm like a second longer and she would have jumped. Yeah. McKay is on the ground and, you know, he he knows he has a reputation for being overly pessimistic, but he really thinks she should come down right now. Yeah. Sam just... Sam's is gonna Sam. Yeah. So close. She starts climbing that final box, get level with the surface, and that's when the tremor hits. The DC was just too hard for that jump. She's one away. <laughs> Everything collapses. Keller gets back to the metal support beam in time, but Sam just flies to the ground, and you can tell it's bad because she doesn't even say anything at first. Yeah. Keller rushes down and over, and Sam's leg is broken. Yep. They're in trouble now, Sam figures. And McKay's like, no, we'll be fine. Fine. We're everything's what we're everything's here fine. We're here. Yeah. One more fine, and we'll believe you. Mm-hmm. So Keller does her thing. And it gets McKay to help her. They're going to have to take the boot off, which I'm sure will feel great. Oh, yeah. Uh, um, good thing is she still is feeling in her yes, foot. yeah. And Sam does have um, some nice subtle toe polish on, if you notice. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah. Uh, so they have to use, go get some broken wood to split the leg. Uh-huh. I think I've mentioned this before. When I was in elementary school, like, I don't know, fourth, fifth grade or something like this, I went to safety camp. Uh-huh. It was like a, it was like, by the city or the county. Okay. It's like a two-day, it was like at City Hall type thing or yeah. in the park around it. I think my mom used to teach part of it at some point. Like that I went makes later. sense considering what your mom did for a living. Yeah, but I feel like if I remember correctly, like I was one of her assistants like well, to show like... what you do to bandage something. Yeah. But the key is, is that to this day, I remember so specifically uh-huh. how to splint a limb okay. using household items. So what do you do? So the the best bet, well, I've had to use, not use it in actual sense, but sure. we were on a Jeep trip and the Jeep thing part of the day was like preparing you in case things go yeah. wrong. And so part of it was if you break a limb while out. Yeah. So um, it's use uh, like a broom okay. or some sort of long, yeah. stable thing and then to, to put underneath it. Yep. And then you wrap it in a pillow. When I was out jeeping, we used the dog was with us. We used the dog bed. Okay. You use something frozen. Yep. Frozen vegetables or something like that to pack it in there for cold. Yep. And then you wrap a belt or two. Yeah. To and cinch hold that. everything in place. And you just that's just your temporary yeah. little splint guy. The only good one that the only good emergency thing I know is CPR. And I know that if somebody is laying on like a bed or yeah. something that's not. That, that's flat, not good. You need to grab something and put it under them if yeah, you can't. Like because they need a hard surface. Yes, yeah, a cutting board. Yep. If you have some other flat, like a, if your table comes apart, pull the yep. board out of your table or things like that. But you, you cannot do CPR on a non-hard surface. Yes. I don't know CPR, but I know that part. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like CPR, every time you learn it, you don't remember it until you relearn it or yeah. you have to use it. I... Uh, now, uh, this is, I need, to, I should take a CPR class. Everyone yeah. should. I also feel like I, 
if an emergency happened, I could fake it enough that I've picked up enough that it's better than nothing. Yeah. If that makes sense. Yeah. Like I know enough to know that I'm not going to crush someone's chest in yes. and, and, and fuck them up worse. Yes. Yeah. That I, you have to do harder than you think you do. Yeah. Yeah. That I, I know. Yeah. Enough to know that I'm going to be, I'm not going to hurt the person. I know enough to know that I'm not going to hurt the person. The options are death. Or, 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 or this. Or yeah. bruise them. Yeah. <laughs> Um, but yeah, if you have the option to take a CPR class, uh, take it because yeah. you never know when that shit can come in handy. Yes. Um, so they look, they go to look for the best wood, like 10 feet away from Sam <laughs> and then stage whisper. Hey, <laughs> how fucked is she? It's super fucked, right? Uh, Keller says there's no nerve damage, but it is a bad break and there could be internal bleeding, which is not good. And so it might be an hour until it's serious. Yeah. So when they head back to Sam, since this is Sam's not her first rodeo, Mm -hmm. she's like, what? So like an hour or so till the internal bleeding gets bad? Yeah. I've been here before. Also, you were. I mean, she's been shot. She's been in these kind of situations. Also, you were talking about me 10 feet away. Yeah. In a small room. Yeah. With no other noise. Yeah, nothing's happening. Not quietly. Mm -hmm. Uh, Keller gives him some ibuprofen, although after this, Keller's considering stocking morphine in these packs, along with a grappling gun. Yep. Although I do like Sam admitting she's like, I wouldn't take morphine right now. Uh, Yeah, and I get it, but I would absolutely take the morphine. Uh, Yeah. Absolutely take the morphine because you cannot think with a clear head if you're in pain. That's the whole thing. Later, she says in like, Two seconds. That's all Sam's energy is focused on not screaming in agony. That's what I mean. You need. So when you. I've taken morphine. Yeah. When you take morphine and you take enough that you need it. Yes. Your mind will. You're going to get a little high. Yeah. But all of your energy, like Sam said, Mm -hmm. is spent on this pain. So the morphine will. While it gets you a little high, it releases you from all of the energy you're spending on the pain. Exactly. So you've still got this well of mind to use. And, you know, I never take a morphine. Take like a half dose. Take enough at least to take the edge off the pain. Also, taking the morphine will make it easier to do these things that you need to do. Yes. Your body won't know the pain it's in. Exactly. And it's probably better. Probably. Yeah. So Sam is clearly not climbing anymore, but someone has to get out of here. Uh, Keller... You know, she did her bar trick thing and it mm-hmm. didn't work. And she's probably feeling a little guilty right now. That I mean, yeah. Or, not that she should, but Keller is still feeling sure, guilty. Yeah. Um, and she's going to leave the planning and the tinkering to the pros. And since Sam's, you know, internally screaming, uh-huh. it's on McKay who runs through the hook didn't work because the soil wouldn't hold him and the crates didn't work because Sam's too heavy and Sam does have enough energy to look over at him. Yeah. He's like, well, I mean... We all would have been too heavy. Foot I mean, in you're in very good shape. Like, so seriously, up your mouth. perfect body. And even Keller Wait, is coming out of like the blanket. You touch your tummy with like, your toes a foot so far down. Staring at him like, what the fuck yeah. are you saying? And he's like, no, I mean, I don't mean to say that you don't. Your your bodies are different. Mm. Mm-hmm. And like, that doesn't mean that your body is imperfect. Those are the moments where no. you just stop. <laughs> it would be impossible for me to choose which of and Sam's like, you're never going to have to. I won't betray husband Jesse on this podcast. Yeah. But there are moments when sometimes just not talking. Just just, just stop. Just, just going, I'm going to stop talking now is exactly what you need to do. 
That's Kelly's, all. Kelly's like, well, if he didn't say anything, he probably would have gone on like that forever. Yeah. Well, and I, I do love that about because I like doing that where I'm just like, uh huh. How long are you gonna go? Let's let's see where this takes us. And then he tries digging the hole even deeper before Sam's just shuts that down. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, Rodney. <laughs> oh, McKay. Anyway, so McKay spots a middle pole, which he figures if he can get up out of the hole, it can span across it. Yeah. Which would definitely support the weight because it's on the roof then. Sure. Uh, but he could barely get the grappling hook up there, let alone this entire pole. And he looks around and he spots the gas pipe and all he needs is a detonator. Let's talk about how dangerous this is. Well, first, let me talk about, listen, it is a mining operation. Okay. okay. But there was no hammer and nails earlier. That's true. But there is a detonator. Fair. So we go full MacGyver. Okay. <laughs> Let's see. <laughs> Let's take stock of where we are, shall we? Yeah, yeah. Unstable uh-huh. ground. Yep. Sliding into a giant chasm. Yes. Stuck in this hole. Yes. Let's let's explosion. Explosion. Explosion seems like the greatest Not thing to do. Not just an explosion, but a controlled explosion where honestly Keller's face is right next to it when yeah. it goes off. Yeah. This is bad. But I guess it's a nice way to die versus falling into a chasm. I mean, Listen, you, they had to do this in order for us to find the easy exit sure, out. Sure, Um So basically, Keller awkwardly holds this this pipe in place while, while McKay starts to make a seal, which we see later they reinforce with rope and wood. And uh, he has the rope tied around the thinner pipe. He puts that into the cannon... He's building. Oh, my God. They this pack so some more cloth bags. around so it. Much. Not too much because you don't want to build a pipe bomb. You just want to build a cannon. God forbid. <laughs> God forbid. Here's the Let's thing. Let's draw the line at cannon. Here's the thing. Where did you just shoot Keller out of the cannon? And- Can I just say, weirdly, I trust McKay to build an explosive? Look, if anyone's going to, it is going to be McKay. But how about... No explosives. I mean, no explosives. He's like, look, I have access to a pressurized gas. This is easy. You should see my sixth grade science project. And Sam's like, focus. I'm going to need you to shut the fuck up. (laughs) So he opens the pipe to bring just enough gas. Yeah. Now, while I trust McKay to build explosives, I would not be sitting where Keller is. No. (laughs) No. Go cover Sam. It does, however, pretty much work perfectly. Uh-huh. They were smart to tie the end of the rope to the crate, although not smart enough to limit the amount of rope that flew out. Yeah. Because as you're pulling the rope back, it's just pulling a shit ton of dirt with it. Yep. Yep. Sam warns him that's a lot of dirt cascading hey. in, but he keeps going. You should stop. And then enough dirt falls into the room as it shakes. It collapses even more, so much so that it is now tilted at about a 45 degree angle and Keller falls through the red door out into the massive void, thankfully still holding on to the end of the rope. I mean, thank God she fucking got that rope. (laughs) Jeebus. McKay's the other hand. Do not let go. Mm Mm-hmm. Sam sort of, she was already close, so she makes her, crawls her way over to the edge. McKay is sure he can't hold it, and Sam's like, you better bet your ass you're going to hold on to that rope. He's like, I've never been good at holding heavy things. And I love, I love that this moment, Rodney really doesn't 
seem to have grasped the power of self-talk. No, he doesn't. Because he immediately goes into the space and Sam's like, that's not what we're going to do. We're nope. going to think this other way. Yeah, you're going to pull her up. And it, and this has happened to him before. He really struggles with this particular, like, he does this, the, the self-talk thing. It's like, we're just going to do this. It's going to happen. We're yep. going to make it work. Uh, and he, with great anguish, starts to pull Keller up. But Keller tells him to stop. Mm-hmm. She actually sees light. Yeah. <laughs> do you like this Mickey is like don't go towards the lights no. stay in the land of the living no 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 don't leave us no like queen. actual sunlight from my mind shaft yeah um, Sam's like duh we should have thought of that I'm sure there's other mine exits yeah damn it we and were so busy like solving puzzles <laughs> this is why you sit and think through your options because then your brain can go well I wonder what's in the chasm Listen, McKay is struggling here, and he wants to know yeah. what he needs to do. Mm-hmm. So it's about 10 feet or so. Keller wants to be lowered, and she'll swing over. Mm-hmm. I mean, what else can they do? Mm-hmm. So much dirt fell into their hole that there is no hole. Yep. There's At this point, you don't have another option. There's no backwards, only forward. Yep. Um, so they need to hurry because Keller and McKay, neither one of them can hold on to the rope much longer. So Keller is lowered, and she starts to swing. And that's going to make it really fun to hold. (laughs) I like Sam reassures McKay that he's doing great. But McKay thinks great is a beach with a fire optic hookup. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Keller gets there and lets go of the rope. And again, for a woman who we know has a fear of heights. Yeah. Now, I will say, I am someone who traditionally would say I have a fear of heights. Okay. I will actually say, and I don't know if Keller's the same way or not, I don't actually have a fear of heights. I have a fear of falling. Yeah, I mean, I think that's what a fear of heights is. It's like, I don't get vertigo. Yeah. Like, I don't have an issue looking down from a a height. If I'm secure, I have no issues being up high. Well, I think vertigo is more of like a physical, and I could be full of shit. Yeah. I think of vertigo as like more of a physical ailment versus being scared to look down. Well, that's, I mean, like, like that's, it's just more of my issue with heights is not the height. Yeah. Um, I can be up tall. I can be up super high. If I feel secure, I have no problems and will probably enjoy being over there. Okay. Yeah. It's the fear of falling. <laughs> well, yeah. Gravity. And so like. Keller just being, oh no, this is the exit. I have no problem. I'm going to swing over there and get it. I'm like, you get it, girl. Well, it's also this thing where if you have a fear of falling, yeah. then you're going to go to the place where you're no longer falling. Exactly. Like, that's really as simple yeah. as that. 100%. Hanging from rope equals fall. Yeah. Swing to tunnel means no fall. Also, I really like swinging. Yeah. Um. So once there, she's she gets there, she lets go of the rope and McKay collapses. Yeah. And it's a super easy, breezy walk up to the surface here. Yeah. Like, this exit's been sitting here the whole time. We should have done this before sound broke our leg. So Sam <laughs> tells McKay to go next, since she can't lower herself down. And McKay's like, no. You look at his hands, and they are just bloody with rope yeah, burn. Yeah, it's bad. Um, but McKay is not leaving Sam behind. No. So they're going to make her a seat. Mm-hmm. And so they make Sam a little seat. She has some extra rope. She throws over to Keller. Keller pulls her over. McKay at least has wrapped his hands at this point and has the rope around a beam for some extra resistance. Yep. Smart. Once McKay is safe, it's... Or sorry, once Sam is safe, it's McKay's turn. And he's like, great. 
We see him standing in this 45 degree pitched room and he's like, just so excited for more physical exertion. Here I go. And we see McKay just hanging, literally, mentally and physically hanging from the end of his rope. I I love this moment where he's like, I just need a break. Uh-huh. Because I know that feeling where I'm like, I just need a moment to think. Yeah. But the world's like, you don't get that. Mm-mm. But it's like, but I really need it. But it's like, you don't get it. You don't it, get though. it. Mm-hmm. He, Keller tells me he has to start swinging. He's like, mm-hmm. no. So Kelly's like, well, you're just going to quit and die there at the end of a rope? I mean, she's not wrong. (laughs) Your other option is fall. He's like, I'm resting. (laughs) And we can see the rope on the edge start to fray and break. The thing is, you can't stop. It's like, you can't stop. Once you stop, you can't restart. It's like taking off your heels during a party. You lose momentum. Once they're off, they're off. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and, and he starts musing, you know, that he might be a real life action star. I mean, he runs around shooting people, saving people. You think he'd be super buff by now. Like this should be easy. And Keller's like, come on, Schwarzenegger. No breaks, no breaks. Start swinging. Yep. One more second as the room starts to creak again and starts to bring over. So he's like, I'm swinging now. Yeah. This is the time where I swing now. And in the last moment, Right when he and Keller finally grasp hands yeah. is when the rope breaks. That was close. Oof. And then the whole ro- the whole room that they were in collapses and falls into the depths of Moria. And if this were a real D&D game, Sam would be like, did you keep the rope? We're going to need that rope. <laughs> we're going to need that rope. What do you mean it fell? That was a very, that was a magically enchanted do rope. Do you know how much that rope cost us? It's a lot. Yeah. I have to go back to Gilmer's now. A real D&D game. That's what would actually happen there. <laughs> Did you get the gold? All our fucking inventory is necessary. <laughs> was the bag of holding still in that room? Yeah. Who was wearing the bag of holding? Who was wearing the bag of holding? You, because we didn't, you didn't, you didn't check that before you, didn't you specify. left. You didn't specify. You didn't specify. You didn't specify. It was still in that room. <laughs> anyway, I just love the idea that the rope breaks, everything falls, and yeah. he's there, and they're like, "Where's the rope? Where's the rope?" so um they go and they help sam up and they walk to the surface and they get back to the gate yay and later in atlantis Mm -hmm. uh, mckay and keller have their hands bandaged up sitting together on a bed in the infirmary sam we learned is fine it was a clean break she'll just be on crutches for a bit yeah and keller asks mckay how he is and he's like i just want to bathe in whatever magical ointment they put on my hands because my hands are now the only part of me that doesn't hurt yeah and he just hopes his hands don't scar. And and she's like, well, chicks did scars. Best line. Best line. And he goes, not the chicks I dig. Well, then you're wrong. <laughs> then you're going after the wrong chicks. Yeah. Sorry. I've never met a chick who doesn't dig scars. And, uh, but he'll be fine. Mm-hmm. He'll be fine. And and Keller thanks him for saving his life. And yeah. He goes, Welcome. I'm uh, I'm gonna go lay in the fetal position for three days in my room. <laughs> and she goes, "Not yet. You no. owe me a beer." Yeah. And and I mean, no. I, I goes, I would have figured that out, but we didn't have time. Like, I don't owe you a beer. Like, and she's like, chimps could figure it out if given enough time. Yeah. You didn't, though. You owe me a beer. Give me a fucking beer, dude. And he starts to argue, and she just makes it less subtle. Do you want to have a drink with me? Yeah, Jesus. 
I like I love those moments when people just don't get subtlety. Yeah. <laughs> there's been opportunities and it wasn't like romance related, but no. there's been moments where, you know, sometimes people struggle with budgets. Yeah. And there's been moments where it's like, hey, I'm picking up lunch. Do you want something? It's like, I don't have the cash. That's fine. Yeah. Do you Do want something? Do you want something? I, I don't have the, I'm telling you. <laughs> I'm asking you not if you have money. Do I'm asking you, you if food? you want to eat today because it looks like you've had a tough day. You have oatmeal. Yeah. For lunch. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I love it so and, much. And McKay's still confused because he's like, what, well, do, you mean, okay. do you mean drink the capital D like a drink drink? And she's like, you're not good at this, are no, you? No, like, if, the, if he asks one more time, she's going to go, never mind. Right. He's going to fuck it up, like, before it even starts. And they head off for their drink Yay. as the episode ends. I love this episode. It's a good episode. It's kind of great. I'm starting to really love the, uh, you know, the little, like, encapsulated adventures. Well, the, the one shots. Yeah, 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 yeah. The one shots. Yeah. Uh, I like a good D&D style puzzle. I like some good action scenes. Um, I love seeing Sam out in the field. Yeah. And I like, I want to see Keller, man, mm-hmm. blowing her way through all the guys. Oh, that sounded terrible. <laughs> That's not what I meant. But maybe. But maybe she Listen, did. Listen, no judgment. adults, yeah. go for it. No judgment here. It may be a skill of hers. Mm-hmm. I mean, Don't know. <laughs> I mean, she's a medical doctor. She knows what, exactly. what does what. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's a great place to end. What's the, what's next up for next week? Um, next week is an episode called Midway, which for a completely different reason, you are going to love this episode. It's about the fair. You're, they go to the fair. You're going to really love this episode. They go to the Midway. Yeah. I love it. Mm-hmm. I'm ready. Uh, I'm excited. Uh, guys, thanks for waiting for us. We missed you. I know. We we'll, be back recording. With, we'll be back with video for our patrons next, next week. week. Yes. Uh, so, but uh, until then, you know where to find us on Twitter. We're at Tara Podcast. On Facebook where There's No Place Like Tara. Our email us at There's No Place Like Tara at gmail.com. Patreon.com slash No Place Like Tara. Rate us, like us, review us wherever you get your podcasts. Okay, bye. Bye. bye.